begin. <clears throat> All right, so the past couple of weeks we've been talking about Shabbos, and it's sort of been more of a, you know, an introduction to Shabbos, but wow, meaning of Shabbos. But I figured tonight we'll start um, getting a little bit more detailed in terms of the Hachanas for Shabbos. So, so we'll talk about, tonight we'll talk about Erev Shabbos Bechlal. Befrat, we'll speak about the Indian of Rechitza uh, Bechamen. Rechitza Bechamen of showering with hot water, washing oneself with hot water, Erev Shabbos, as we'll see from the Gemara. <clears throat> By the Mekubalim, it's a big Indian. But <clears throat> before, we, uh, before we get to that, before we get to that, let me let me raise the following point. Seems to be a shtickle steer in the Svarmak Daishim in terms of of what a person should be uh, expecting on Erev Shabbos. What type of Erev Shabbos should we expect? Assuming you had a good week, and assuming you're going to have a good Shabbos. But what should Erev Shabbos look like? Now again, the question is not what to do. Erev Shabbos, we know from the Gemara that you're supposed to prepare for Shabbos, do everything you need to do. But it's like this. This is from, uh, again, you don't have this in front of you. This is from the, the, the Kamarna in one of his sermons, Nesiv Mitzvah Secha, Nesiv Amuna. So here's the following thing. <clears throat> He's talking about Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. And he says, Yitzhiz Mitzrayim means Ha'or Shanimshach Mitaycha Chayshach Hazev. Yitzhiz Mitzrayim means that the Jewish people, Klal Yisrael, were in a state of Chayshach, Ma'amish Chayshach. And from that Chayshach came an Argadal, a great light. So he says, And you see, that's the experience that Kalaisul had this with Mitzrayim, the Mamish, in a very low place, and from there an Urgadl came. Kamarna said, This is exactly what a Jew goes through, Erev Shabbos and Erev Yantif. Shame the Erev, right? It's called Erev Shabbos and Erev Yantif, which is interesting because Erev, in terms of Erev Shabbos, Erev means like the, you know, the day before Shabbos, Shabbos Eve or Yantif Eve. But the word Erev means night, right? It means dark. So we're call, the whole day before Shabbos, all of Friday, we call Erev Shabbos. Meaning, <clears throat> Because Be'emes said the Kamarna that Erev Shabbos, the Erev Yantif, is Taka Dev Chayshech. The Kamarna quotes this in other places from his, um, from his illustrious uh, uncle, Tzvi Hershon Zidachov. Zidachov said, from his own personal experience and from Mot Sadiqim, he said that their biggest days of Yerida was Erev Shabbos and Erev Yantav. Those were mamish days of Chesha. And the, and the Zidat Shavar said that it was always in relation to how good the week was. You know, if it was a good week and it was eventually a good Shabbos, that Erev Shabbos is mamish difficult. Mamish difficult. There's a Misa, the Kamarna quotes this in a number of places, a specific story of like one Erev Shabbos befrat that was like mamish difficult for his uncle. He said that his uncle was in a certain town and uh, Erev Shabbos... There was, there was, I guess, Mestagdim there or something like this. Something happened that Erev Shabbos, he was Mamish chased away from town and uh, came Mamish by Shkia Sechama, came sunset, Shabbos night, and he was Mamish stuck in the forest by himself, even with his big dechol. And that's how he had to be Makal Shabbos, Davin and Chadoid, and all these things, Mamish by himself in the forest without any big day Shabbos on. And afterwards, he, you know, Zidat Shavar said that he turned to Rav Anish and said, Rav Anish, look at me, I'm like, I'm I don't even have Big Day Shabbos. You know, Big Day Shabbos eventually came as Gabi, he sent him Big Day Shabbos after. And so the, the, the Zidat Shavar said that Lamaisa, after he was able to be makabal that chayshech, of being chased away Erev Shabbos from town and having to go through Kabbalah Shabbos with, without any hachan at all, without his even Big Day Shabbos on at all, no mikvah, anything like that, he said that once he was makabal that, and eventually, you know, he was able to accept Shabbos properly, 
it was, he said it was one of the best Shabbos of his entire life. The art that he experienced that Shabbos was Man Abu Mahavas. There's always uh, this ending of Ere Shabbos, Ere Yantavamish Chayshach. That's what he says. Now, the problem is, well, the Shtikl Stira, is that there's a piece in Noemi Melech in Parshish B'Shalach. Noemi Melech says like this, just a couple lines. <clears throat> so he says, Shekomi Sha'ivir Avaydas Lashemayim. Said the Rebbe Melech, if a person is serving Hashem, you know, Lashem Shemayim. And he's doing, he's doing his Avaita the whole week, Lashem Shemayim. Azbarhu Bashchakim Biyayim Ba Yayim Hashishi. Then comes our Shabbos, an unbelievable light is going to descend upon him. Like a, a taste of the coming Shabbos. That's what said. This is and this is Friday morning. Even if he didn't actually start preparing for Shabbos, but like automatically the light of Shabbos is going to come to him. That's what he says. And therefore, if a person has taka experiences this light of Shabbos, it's a good simon that his week was taka good and the Shabbos is going to be good. If he had that unbelievable light of Shabbos, so it's a shtickle stira. Kamarna says in a million places, B'Shem Tzadikim, Ere Shabbos is the worst. And Adrava, the better the week, the better the Shabbos, the worst of Friday. But in Melch is saying, Fakirat, Mamash, it's an Argadal. So the Kamarna himself is more of this, and the Kamarna, he says like this. He says, even though it says in Ayim Melch otherwise. So he says, Avotzarach lezahar v'siyat d'shmai. That's a, you know, it's a very big madrega. You need a lot of siyat d'shmai to be zaycha, to have a, a lechdeg of Friday, you know, like the Nehmer Melch described. The Kaddish Kemaisi who Madrega Zai, someone like the like the, the Rabbi Melch is on such a Madrega. Avalani Kasafti, I'm telling you, Kafishu Admas, <laughs> you know what, what the experience is. I'm telling you. That's why I received my Rebbeim. I'm telling you, Lamaisa. I'll be Pashtas. Okay, so that's, that's how the Kamarna puts it. Basically, I don't know, you have to be a big Madrega. Let, let, let's be Mamik in this Indian, and maybe when we understand exactly what, what the Avaid is on Friday, what's happening on Friday, we'll be able to at least somewhat be miyashivit and to, and to see how Chayshech Var is Mishtamshin Barbovi. Okay, so it's like this. What you have in front of you, the, 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 the copy that you have in front of you, this is from, we're, we're definitely not going to be able to go through all of this, just mamish a little bit. I figure it's, it's good to be able to see it. It's from the Sid Rashash. Now, a little bit of background over here. The Rashash, the, we know from the Arizal, there's one of the storms that he wrote that, that we have from the Arizal, is uh, Sharkavonis. Now the Sefer Sharkavonis goes through basically the Siddur uh, during the week, Shabbos, all the, the Avaid of, of a year during the week and throughout the whole year, and explaining, the Riyadh Kaddish explained what's going on in Shemaim during these things and what a Kavana person should have to attach themselves to what's going on in Shemaim. Now the Rashash of Shon Sharavi is one of the Sradish Mukabalam. And around the same time, the Baal Shem, the Grah, that Tukufa. So, um, so the Rashash, that's Rosh Shabi, so he wrote a Siddur. The Siddur of the Rashash is basically taking from the Sharkavonis and uh, making a Shulchan Aruch out of it, pretty much. You know, it's like the Rashash did to the Ari, sort of what the, the Rambam or the Shulchan Aruch did to the Bavli, in that way of organizing it, of being a Sadr. So, let's learn, let's learn a few lines from the Rashash describing what's going on by uh, taking a shower. Friday, Friday, Friday afternoon. Now, a little bit of background in halacha. The Gemara says mm-hmm. in Shabbos, the Gemara says that chamin, uh, that to wash oneself with hot water erev Shabbos is a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. Pashlis is covered Shabbos to get ready for Shabbos. It's not besides mikvah. This is an end of shower. <clears throat> now, one added knech is that in the Zara Kaddish, the Zara the tells us that. Whatever is happening, as we'll see in a second, whatever is happening when a person takes a shower every Shabbos, it's not only when a person is showering. It's part of something that 
is start that starts with a person's hachanas, all of Erev Shabbos, getting ready for Shabbos, cooking, cleaning, shopping, all the things that a person does Erev Shabbos to get ready for Shabbos, that's beginning something in Shemayim. It's beginning something. And the Gemara of that Indian is Chaman, is when you uh, take a hot shower to get ready for Shul, to get ready for Shabbos. Okay, so let, let's, let's see a little bit. Mamash just kemetzis menacharakim, just a few lines from the Rashash over here. Okay, so, so again, let's just go through a Siddur Kavanas Pratias. These are some of the individual Kavanas that you have throughout Friday. Any Rechitz is Panav Yadav Ragla Bechamen Be'erev Shabbos. Right, so that's the, we're going to about to learn the Indian of washing one's face, hands, and feet with hot water Erev Shabbos. That's from the Gemara, it describes it in such a way, not necessarily a whole shower, but at least your face, hands, and feet. Okay. So he says like this, When it comes to Erev Shabbos towards, uh, towards night, First you have to wash your face, then your hands, then your feet, with hot water. And this is the kavanah that a person should have. Okay, <laughs> a little bit of background. What, what the Rosh Hashanah is coming from, let me explain, what, it's coming from a Zarah Kaddish. The Zarah says like this, we know that, that Shabbos, and Shabbos is an unbelievable amount of Kedusha that comes to the world, right? That's what we've been talking about the past couple of weeks, that Shabbos is a Rus'a Dela'ela, it's the Rabbanu Shalom being Mashpia, you know, unbelievable amounts of Kedusha to the world, and we just try to receive it. Now, the whole world is trying to receive Kedusha Shabbos, but besides uh, Am Yisrael that's trying to receive Kedusha Shabbos, the Sitrach, or the other side, is also trying to receive it's all free, right? It's all free. It's not based on your avoid. It's all coming from Lamala. So, this is how the Tsar puts it, is that the other side is trying to also receive that Shefa of Kedusha, to hijack it, right? To take that Kedusha from, from Shabbos. And it sees it, and it sees it, because it, it remembers what happened last week, right? It remembers the last week Shabbos was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So, like, okay, I, I want a little piece of that. That's what he's describing over here. What's a piece to Vahana or to Vikatrik? To be mahana, to take for itself, to have energy. Okay. And kamakaima. That's what we'll, we'll see. We'll see. What I'm going to do is from the Zara and the Rashash. No, no, it's from the Rashash. And then we'll see Bidar Chavayda, how Chasidis translates this. But let's we'll just get through the words first. Bichavim, the Kavana should be. Bichlibas Naiga writes that the Sitrachra, uh, this, this context we'll call it, the, the, the Tumma wants to be Eichiz, wants to also become attached to the person. To receive kedusha, to receive the shefa of Shabbos. So, when it sees erev Shabbos getting close, that all the oilim is everything is moving up to receive that shefa. So it wants, uh, it wants as well. Things are being activated in order for shefa to come to the world. So it also wants to be makav. Oh, so what's the answer? So the Zohar Kaddish says that the answer is as follows. It's based on a pasuk. The pasuk says, "Rishapeha rishpeish shall have us ka." Rishapeha rishpeish shall have us ka. That the fire, the, the fire of the neshama, rishapeha, the flame, the fire of the neshama is shall have us ka. The flame of Hashem, the flame of Hashem, the fire of the neshama is the flame of Hashem. So the Zara says the following thing. The Zara says, "As nimshach kayach echad," that there is an awakening. Something there, there's a there's a an, there's a power from above. That's drawn down. Hanikra shall That's called shall It's called shaviska, the fire of Hashem. Umaridai And this fire comes. This is what the Zohar describes. That the fire comes down in Hashemayim and burns and, and, and destroys and pushes away 
the Sitra the Yitzhara, the Kaychatuma, from attaching itself to the person to receive Kedusha Shabbos. And as you have the person that's going to receive Kedusha Shabbos, the Sitra the other side, wants to attach itself to the person in order to uh, be a parasite, to siphon off some of the energy for itself. So what the Rabbani Shalom does is that he brings down this fire, the Shalheviska, to burn away that uh, parasite, to burn away the Sitra that it shouldn't be able to have an Achiza. That's what he says. Velochein. Therefore, said the Rashash, Therefore, you have to take a hot shower, you wash yourself with hot water, to, to mimic, to connect yourself to that fire that's coming down to burn away the sitrachr, to disconnect you from the sitrachr. That's the hot water that you're washing yourself with. It's compared to the hot water. The hot water, which is connected to this fire, this flame, shall have us cut, is coming down and it's burning away, it's pushing away the sitra from being attached to your, to your face, to your hands, to your feet. And it pushes down the sitra all the way to the, to the bottom. See, that's what, he, that's what he goes on. The rest of the page we're not going to go through, but it's a whole Indian kavanas that is a, to have kavana. The question is, in the shower to have kavana like this? Before you get into the shower, it's not so. But uh, the, the kavana is that the name, it's connected with the word shall have his ka. That the kavana is to use gematrias in different ways, that the name ka, yud ke, should be manipulated to turn into the word shall have us. That's the kavana. There's different ways how to do it. That's these Marek on the rest of this page, how to do that. But the name Ka is becoming manipulated into create this Shalhevis. And so when you're in the shower, that's the kavana. This Shalhevis comes down and uh, burns away the Sitrachra and cleans you out. And again, as I said before, this is the Makab Patish. The Gemara of this Avaida is when you're in the shower. But it begins when you're doing all the Hachanis, Erev Shabbos, getting yourself all sweaty in order to need a shower, right? When you're shopping and cleaning and so on and so forth, all the Hachanis of Shabbos. That's all part of this Avaid of Shel Haveska. Okay, I can't. Klipas Noiga in this context is, is the link between the Sitra and you. The Sitra Achra, Tum itself wouldn't be able to connect to, the, to a Yid himself. It needs that, that, that uh, medium, right? That intermediary of Klipas Noiga. We'll see, hopefully, in the next few minutes when I begin to explain what I'm talking about, Klipas Noiga might make a little bit more sense. It's like this. Okay. So what does this all mean in Avodah Hashem? That's going to be the question. Practically speaking, what does this mean for us? Okay. So, it's like this. You know, there's a Gemara, when, it, when we're talking about Rechitza, washing on Shabbos, you know, last week we talked about Hillel. Hillel and Shammai, that Hillel was, uh, had a special way of preparing for Shabbos during the week. Right? That Hillel didn't do anything to prepare for Shabbos during the week. That was his Avodah. That Hillel, every single day, he just had a Muna, that the Rabbanish was going to take care of him, Baruch Hashem, Yoyim Yoyim. And he doesn't have to worry about Shabbos. He had absolute amuna, and we talked about this how how that itself was connecting to the light of Shabbos because Shabbos means it's all the Rabbanu Shloilam. It's all coming from the Rabbanu Shloilam, and so Hillel's Avodah throughout the whole week was to connect to the light of Shabbos by not doing anything, by allowing the Rabbanu to take over. It's all the Rabbanu But we know that that's only true during the week. When it comes to Erev Shabbos itself, the Gemara says in Kedushin, Fakir, you can't just sit back and wait for things to get done. Adarabah, the Pazik says. That there's a special mitzvah hachana. You have to prepare. The Gemara says in Shabbos, in, in Kedushan, uh, in the second part of the beginning, is famous. The Gemara says that even Amaroyim, the Bederach called during the week, wouldn't get involved with uh, cooking and cleaning. They left that for the rest of the Mishpacha. They were involved in learning Torah and so on. But Ere Shabbos, Adarabah, Rava, Rava would uh, prepare fish, and v'chul v'chul, they would mamish get their hands dirty, get involved in the nitty-gritty things of life, in those, uh, in those inyan. <coughs> now, 
that same hill, as I mentioned, that during the week we're not doing any hachanas, we see the Gemara discusses his, there's this very uh, connection between Hillel and taking a shower before Shabbos. It's a famous Maisa, the Gemara says in Shabbos, the Flamad Aleph, famous Maisa, that there was two people, they were having a bet with each other. It's a famous Gemara that they're having a bet. One person says, I, could, I bet you whatever the amount of money is, that I could get, that I could, you know, I, I, I could get people annoyed. I'm, a, I'm an instigator. I'll bet you so-and-so that uh, I'll be able to instigate, to get even Hillel Hanasi, who is known as being the biggest owner, the most patient, you know, calm personality, even I could get him riled up. Okay, I bet you that you can't. Okay, that's the bet. So Marissa Zaholmaisa, that the person finds the opportunity that, like, should be a moment where Hill could be a little bit uh, annoyed. So he says, Mamish Ere Shabbos, and he goes to Hill's house, and he says, Akan Hill, I know where's Hill, and Hill was uh, taking a shower every Shabbos. So he says, I, I need to find Hill. I have a big kash, a big shaila. Fine. So Hill, where it says, he puts on a towel and so on, goes out. Yes, my son, what's the problem? And then the guy starts asking Kotz kashes, you know, why do Africans have flat feet and things like this? And Hill, right, the, the eyes and things like this. And I was like, oh, it's, it's a Kavaldi Gakasha. And each one he has the patience to answer. And he goes like this, fine, thank you very much. And he goes back, and a few minutes later, oh, where's Hill, where's Hill? And Hill has to come out of the shower again. And invite to this whole thing until, uh, until finally Hill'll, uh, Hill'll ask him, like, like I, I appreciate all these questions, I, I'll answer you all the questions that you possibly answer. like, where's this coming from? And so the guy finally says, I made a bet, and you know, uh, that you, you, made me lose, you made me lose a lot of money just now. And Hill says, you should lose all the money in the world that Hill shouldn't be upset. So uh, what's this Indian? What's this Indian of... Of Davka, that moment of taking a shower, that's when the patience of Hill was tested the most. How do we make sense of all this? Okay. So there's a big klal in Avodah Hashem. There's a big klal in Yiddishkeit. And it's something that I'm sure we've all experienced. We don't necessarily realize that it was like on purpose. But it, it's a big klal. The klal is, <laughs> the way the commander puts it, is that whenever Davka, a person, feels most inspired, and most on fire to connect the Rabbani Shalom. Whenever you feel the most excited and most passionate about having an Aliyah, that's specifically when you're going to be tested with the most minutia, zachen, small inyanin of this world that's going to make you crazy. And, and, and the, the commander points this out. He says, it's always like this. That is, Dav get those moments when you want to just do nothing more than just uh, sing and have a farbring and a chvez and learn and dav and have an ali. And, and then Davke then, some tirdes, some inyanim, some small tiny zachen, where they're hard enough to deal with, some small things are hard enough to deal with. But Davke that they come at that moment when there's mamish uh, hisayrus from above. So, and it's always frustrating. And the commander says that that's what's going on every year of Shabbos. What's going on every Erev Shabbos? The neshama, when, when, you, when you wake up Friday morning, the neshama can smell Shabbos coming. And so the neshama is like, Mamish, so excited, so on fire about Shabbos. The last thing the neshama is thinking about is having to sit online by the grocery store to get, uh, you know, whatever is, whatever, all the, all the teardas that come Erev Shabbos, whether it be with shopping or, or cooking or cleaning or business-related, you know, that always comes Erev Shabbos, right? It's always Erev Shabbos. That's the last thing the neshama wants. And it's like, Brother Shalom, like, what are you doing to me? Like, let's uh, make me crazy. So where is it coming from, Taka? Where is it coming from? Where it's coming from is that that's the oymek of, that's what's happening. That's, the, that's, that's what, we, what we're experiencing is what the Zara described. 
Remember the Zohar described that Erev Shabbos, there's such a shefa coming from the Rebbeinah and from above that everything wants a part of it. Not just the Neshama, the Neshama certainly wants a part of it, but even the Sitrach or even the Klippas want a part of it. So what does that feel like? What is it, how do we experience that when the Sitrachra is trying to, to hop onto the person? See, Tumma, the Sitrachra means smallness. That's what it means. It means tiny. The Neshama means big. Kedusha is big. Kedusha is big. Tumma, the nature of Tumma, the nature of evil, is tiny, small, fragmented. Yispardu kolpoliyav, and it says impossible. Yispardu kolpoliyav means that the nature of Tumma is that it's fragmented. It's all little pieces. Not much little pieces. This is why. This is why the Gemara says, Ein Lisa that death is a result of Averis. Toma, Yetzirah, evil results in death. What is death? Death means things falling apart into tiny little pieces. That's what death is. Life means things are coming together. Eitzadas, Toivara, that that's, 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 that's evil. Toivara means disjointed, this way, that way, pieces, as opposed to achtas. the achtas. Right, decomposition. The, if you had to, the poster, the, the, not the poster child, the... Uh, the slogan, I guess you can say. The Zohar Kodesh says, the slogan for the Sitrach is what? Every single part of it is saying, I am king. No, 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 I am king. I'm the president. No, I'm the president. I'm this, I'm the king, I'm the leader, I'm the leader, I'm the... That's the nature of Tom, it's the nature of the Sitrach, it's in a million pieces. So the Indian of Erev Shabbos, that what? That a person all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Davka at the moment, when you feel the greatest desires, or where you... Where, Again, it could be it could be Mamish Vier Shabbos, or it could be an Arab Shabbos thick of time, because this is a, this is an experience that happens all the time. But any time that there's a Cyrus in life to have growth, to have an, a to have Ruchnias, it's a Shabbos thick moment. It means that the Nisham is picking up on some Bikin of Shabbos that's coming your way. As we talked about last week, there's Shabbos beneath the surface of every single day of the week. So whenever there's a moment of, of bigness, of of something big, and there's a sense of something big coming, it means that right now you're holding by Arab Shabbos. And whenever you're holding by Erev Shabbos, the Sitrachah also wants to have a piece of it. So what does the Sitrachah do? Well, the Sitrachah wants to attach itself to you in order that it should experience the, 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 the energy that's coming of Shabbos. What does it feel like when the Sitrachah attaches itself to you? It means that all of a sudden you've got to deal with these tiny zach that you weren't interested in dealing with. And that's what it feels like. So, and, so the question is, so what, what do we do with that? What's the avoid of that? So, listen, the, the obvious reaction is to try to avoid the tiny things. But what the Zayar Kaddish is telling us is that there's, there is a Mahalach, there's an Eitzah. And that Eitzah is, Rishapeh Rishpeh shall have his cup. To take a hot shower before Shabbos. So, I mean, it means like this. In, what our Avayd is as Yidin is that, though, that that moment when, when, when there's an Erev Shabbos, when there's an Erev Shabbos, and all of a sudden those minutia, the small little details of life seem to be staring us from being able to be macabre and really experiencing the aliyah that we all want to have at those moments. There's two reactions. One reaction is, ah, my mazel. Right? Look at my mazel. Uh, whenever I want to do something big, experience something big, all of a sudden the sitrach always comes in and tries to interfere and it makes me feel tiny. All of a sudden I lost my mic and I lost my entire mind. But, what, but that's not the healthy reaction. The healthy reaction is to change that into an avoid itself. And to realize that the fact that the sitra is trying to attach itself to you is just giving you a way, an opportunity to deepen your avoid right now. How so? So this is connected with a little bit of what I was talking about Shabbos afternoon. Again, you don't have to have been there or remember this year at all, but for those that do, it's connected to it. 
It's like this. You know, there's, there's, there's many stories for the Balshantiv that had like a sort of a, a similar theme to it, which is Balshantiv was doing something, and then he lost all of his madrigas. Right? It's like there's stories like this. So he, this is one of the famous, most famous ones that he was uh, on his way to Eretz and he was in Turkey, and there was a whole mice over there. He got stuck somewhere, and he was staying by a by a young by by a couple for Shabbos, and they didn't have any children. And they asked the Balshantiv for a brach, and the Balshantiv was sitting there in Devekas and trying to be poil Yeshua for them. And then he began to laugh. And so they asked him, what are you laughing about? So he said, because for me to be Paul, you're Yeshua, I, had to, I lost all my madragas. And what, I, what do I mean by lost my madragas? It means I don't know anything. I don't know any Gemara. Any, I, I know nothing right now. I lost everything. So what are you laughing? It's so funny. So he said, because at that moment I realized that now I have an opportunity to serve the Rabbani Shalom with absolute simplicity. And instead, of, and, and instead of being focused on trying to find Ruchnias, I can now be focused on just trying to simply serve God. And the Baal Shanta said, therefore, what I did was very simple. I just, all I remembered was Aleph Beis. That's all. So in my mind, I just started saying Aleph Beis, Gimel, just started saying Aleph Beis. And with absolute Simch and Tavimus. And then all of a sudden, by me being Mechazag myself, then my Madrigas came back, and even more so, and Baruch Hashem will be blessed with the sun, and the rest is history. <clears throat> what does that mean? It means like this. There is such a phenomenon where a person is is at a moment of where what they're looking for is ruchnias. What they're looking for is, is light. It's the light of their Rebbein And therefore, when a person is looking for light, that era of Shabbos, and you're so excited about the coming Shabbos. And then, when you're looking for light, and then Cheshach comes your way, the details, the, the, the sitrach attaches itself, and you feel Cheshach to steer it to what you're looking for. So that's schwer. It's difficult, and you fall into Chalish Zadas. But at that moment when Chayshech comes to attach itself to you, what's the Avaidah? The Avaidah is to deepen what you are looking for. Instead of looking for light, look for God Himself. See, this is something I've, I've mentioned a number of times in the Ishbitzer. The Ishbitzer says, it's such, an, it's such a fundamental, it's a philosophical point, but it's so fundamental in Yiddishkeit, which is that God is not physical, that we know, but God's not spiritual either. God's bigger than physical and spiritual. God is... God is the unknown. We don't know what God is. But, but there, is some, there is such a thing, in Chabad Chassidus, we talked about this a lot, is that there's such a thing as the R of the Rabbani Shalom, but then there's such a thing as that Smusa Yisparach, who God is himself. And what the Rabbani Shalom wants of us on Shabbos is what? Is not just to look for the light of the Rabbani Shalom, to look for Ruchnias. That's not such a huge kunz, and that's not the deep avoid of a yid. The deep avoid of the yid is not to look for the light of the Rabbani Shalom, it's to look for the Rabbani Shalom himself. The Rabbani Shalom himself. And you know what that means? When you're looking for the Rabbani Shalom himself, it means that from the Rabbani Shalom's himself's perspective, so to speak, is there really a difference between big and small? The Rabbani Shalom is not big, just as much as the Rabbani Shalom is not small. The Rabbani Shalom is altogether something different. The Rabbani Shalom is something that encompasses both big and small. See, the difference between, the difference between light and darkness it's only from our perspective. The difference between heaven and earth. It's from our perspective. But if you're the Ranish Shalom who's creating all things, who's encompassing all things, is there really a difference between up and down? Is there really a difference between heaven and earth? Is there really a difference between dark and light? When the Sitra attaches itself to a person and brings a person into the tiredness, into the smallness of a small tiny Zachan, then now you have an opportunity to make that choice. Am I going to remain searching for light and be frustrated by the darkness? Or am I going to deepen my search and say, you know what? 
I'm interested in something much more than light. I'm interested in truth. I'm interested in God Himself. And I have such deep amuna in the Rabbanu Shalom. I believe in an unknowable God. And the unknowable God that I'm truly looking for is something that encompasses all light and darkness. It's a God that exists even in smallness. Instead of me making the mistake of thinking, well, God is big, and I have to therefore only have big experiences, and I can't, I, I'm not going to find what I'm looking for in smallness. That, that's, it, this is, there's just a little fear in that. Because what you're saying is that God only exists in big things. God doesn't exist in small things. The deepest love of Amuna is to believe that the Rabbanu Shalom is so unbelievably, unfathomably unknowable, is that the Rabbanu Shalom's truth exists as much in big things as he does in small things. The Balshanta said, for example, that it's, it's in Tzavas Rivosh, the Balshanta said that there are moments where a person could fly to heaven. But then there are moments where a person can't fly to heaven. They're brought back down to earth. And said the Balshanta, despite the fact that a person is on planet earth and you don't have any moichen, he says, you, don't have any, you have no intellect, you have no inspiration at all, you're like mamish a little kid, no inspiration at all. But Afal Pika and said the Balshanta, you could serve the Rabbanu Shalom, but Dveikas Gadol, it doesn't take away from Dveikas. What does that mean? Isn't, doesn't Dveikas mean crying? Doesn't Dveikas mean emotional, on fire? No. That's what Dveikas means when all you're looking for is light. But if you're looking for God himself, that's not what Dveikas means. When you're looking for God himself, then Dveikas is much more than that, much deeper than that. Dveikas means a sense of being one with the truth. And that truth is, exists, exists and, and, and fills big spaces, and he, and he fills small spaces as well. This is the avoid of Erev Shabbos. The davka, the tzaddikim, that would not get their hands dirty at all with small zachin of Oilam Hazah during the week, they would have no, not they would have the problem, they would look for, to do small things Erev Shabbos. You think Rava, what he, he, he's preparing uh, herring Erev Shabbos. That's, uh, you, know, you, know, you know how much of a tzimtzum that was, that was for the mind of Rava. The is holding by Kola Tarakula, and now he has to focus himself on herring. It's not much tiny, but he was looking for it. That's the Avaidah of Shabbos. Meaning, the Avaidah of Shabbos is to, is to look for a God that is not in conflict with small things. That's the Avaidah of Shabbos. And, and this is the Shalheves Ka, the fire of the Rabbani Shalom that comes down to burn away the Sitrach. It means, Shalheves Ka, in, in, in the. Um, Again, this is hard to explain, but just the words, if you want to read the sheet, you'll see it, but the, the words are that this fire, this shall have, it's called this flame that comes down to consume, and it's connected with the, with the, with the, with the shower that a person takes, Erev Shabbos, uh, Ari and the Rashash explain that it's, connect, it's coming from a particular sphere, a particular, uh, you know, sphere, I'm not going to translate or whatever, of Keser Malchus. Keser Malchus, the sphere of Malchus, and the Keser of the sphere of Malchus. Okay, what, what does that mean for Avayda? Malchus is the lowest. Malchus means tiny. Malchus means the smallest. It means, it means preparing herring for Shabbos. That's what it means. Keser, what's Keser? Keser is the highest. It's the crown. It's, it's most exalted. It's even above the head. Davka, the flame, the Shalheves Ka, comes from Keser Malchus. Comes from that point which unites both the highest and the lowest. How could you how could you possibly unite the highest and the lowest? Well, the answer is if you're looking for light, then yeah, light and darkness repel each other. You can't have both, and they have to make a choice. Am I going to fall into depression for the fact that I have to deal with herring right now, or am I going to ignore the herring and just uh, you know just ignore the reality of of of, uh, of life? 
the side, the side of Avodah Hashem, what's, the, the real Avodah of Shabbos is not to attach yourself to the light of the Rabbanu Shalom, it's to attach yourself to the Rabbanu Shalom himself. And when you attach yourself to the Rabbanu Shalom himself, the Rabbanu Shalom himself is able to be in the highest place and the lowest place at the same time. Barshanta said, it says in Pasuk, Anoichi, Anoichi, Hu Menachemchem. I, I will give you comfort. So it's supposed to be double I. So he said, when a person realizes that it's I who's all the way up, and it's also I who's all the way on the bottom, Hu Menachemchem. That's where your Nechama comes from. Because then you realize it's all the same. What am I making myself crazy for? Okay. The Rabbi Hashem sometimes wants to be served with light, and sometimes he wants to be served in darkness, but, he's, he, but his essence is in both. His essence is in both. This is the side of showering on Shabbos. See, the, the, the Rashash said that this shall have a skull. Let's understand. The Pasuk says, that the flame of the Neshama that's on fire, what the Neshama is looking for is what? Is the flame of God Himself. That's what Shalhevis Ka means. Shalhevis means a flame, a light that's coming from God, that's light. But that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for Ka. I'm looking for the Rabbanu Shalom himself. And from Ka, I manipulate the word Ka to create the Shalhevis. But what I'm looking for is Ka. What I'm looking for is the Rabbanu Shalom himself. That's why they named Ka, Yud, and Hey. Chazal say Yud, be Yud, never Oilam Haba. The spiritual was created with Yud, that's light. And Oilam Haz is created with the letter Hey. The name Ka means both. It means the essence of God that encompasses both. And from that's what I'm looking for. Rishapeh, Rishpeyesh, my neshama is on fire in searching of what? Not Shalhevis. I'm looking for Shalhevis. Ka. I'm looking, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, uh, you know, climb the ladder back to Ka himself. And this is why this Indian takes place, Dafka, with a hot shower. See, it's interesting. Why don't we just like, you know, throw ourselves into a fire? You know, it's, it's fire. So just uh, take a match or something. This should be like a kavana of taking a match or something and put it over your hands. No, it's taking water and connecting with fire. See, water and fire are opposites, right? But the Indian of, of, of a hot shower is that what? Is that you're bringing opposites together. You're taking water, right? And you're taking fire, and you're putting it together, creating hot water, and that's what you wash yourself with. Because the Indian of the, of the, of the Arab Shabbos shower, which is, which is the gemar, the completion, after all the detailed hachanas that you went, that you dealt with on Friday... What's happening on that shower is that you're being mayachid, you're bringing things together, you're bringing heaven and earth together, fire and water. It's that yichud. This is ultimately the menucha of Shabbos. What's the menucha of Shabbos? The menucha of Shabbos is stop trying so hard, you know? When you're looking for light, it's very stressful. It's very stressful, it's very hard because you're, you're looking for the light and that means that where you are in darkness, it's not there and you have to start climbing. It's very, very difficult. But the avoid of Erev Shabbos is dafka to realize that what I'm looking for is right in front of me. It's always been in front of me. It's not Lemi Ever Layam, it's Lebe Shemaimi, it's not in heaven. I'm looking for Yud I'm looking for the Atzmusa Yisbrach, for the Rabbanu himself. And where is he? Everywhere. He's in, he's in the Choshech, he's in the Katnus, he's exactly where he is. This is why, again, the Swarm said, that's why it's such a Nisayan in Erev Shabbos to lose your temper. Why? Why does a person lose your temper? Why do you get angry? You get angry out of frustration. Why are you frustrated? Because it's something that you want that you don't have. So you think you're frustrated. Why? Because this guy in front of me cut me off. Ah, whatever. That's not why you're frustrated. Well, you're frustrated is because your neshama feels the light of Shabbos coming. And yet, you're stuck in Chayshev. So the Nis- this is the Nisayin. Am I still looking for light? If I'm still looking for light, I'm going to get frustrated and get angry. Don't light a fire on Shabbos or Erev Shabbos. Meaning kas, anger. Don't allow that to happen. How, how not? How, how should I not? It's taka frustrating. If I'm looking for light, then all I'm experiencing is chesha. 
I'm looking for big things and all I have to do, I'm dealing with herring. Well, the answer is, you, what you really should be looking for is not light. What you should be looking for is Rabbanu Shalom himself. When we look for the Rabbanu Shalom himself, he's in herring too. And there's a certain menucha in that. There's a peace in that. Davke Hillel, Davke Hillel, who is the one who during the whole week is not just preparing for the external side of Shabbos, he's preparing for the pnimius of Shabbos. So it's Davke Hillel who's tested in his serenity while he's taking a shower Erev Shabbos. Because that's the whole avoid of the shower Erev Shabbos, culminating the whole avoid of, of Erev Shabbos, which is, how, how calm are you? Are you frustrated by the small things, that, the details that you're dealing with? Or by the klutz kashas this guy's asking you? Or are you okay, fine, it's fine. So Rabbanu Shalom sometimes wants me to deal with difficult sugis and shas and paiskin, and sometimes he wants me to deal with this guy who's asking me about the flat-footed Africans. Okay, so it's gosh, fine. Sometimes, is this something? It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. Is it also the avoid in the sense that, you know, a person thinks that he only grew up at big Musadim, and yet, you know, the way the Balamusa talk about yeah. it, right, you look at big people, you'll see they focus on the small Right, things. right. The oimic of that, see, the, right, the oimic of that is that they're not settling for small things. Quite the opposite. They're looking for the essence of the Rabbanu Shalom, and the essence of the Rabbanu Shalom fills small things as much as he, as he fills big things. This is why, even on the most physical level, this is a little bit not so nice, but even on the most practical, down-to-earth level, why do you shower? Because you sweat, right? Because there's zuama, there's, there's, there's zaya, zaya that accumulates on a person because of the energy that they exuded, that they exerted uh, during the day of Friday. That's why you shower, to clean yourself, yeah? Where does that zuama, where does that zaya come from? From all the effort. It's the opposite of the menucha. I mean, the shower itself, it's, it's physically taking away the zaya, and spiritually it's taking away the... the 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 psoilus, the, the the right the manifestation is taking away the psoilus that was involved in your effort, because the fact that a person puts an effort in avodas Hashem, the reason why it result the byproduct it results in a negative byproduct of zeya is because they didn't find meaning in what they were doing. They didn't find the menu, the destination in the journey. They didn't see. Let's put it this way: if you're if you're putting in work to to if your destination is 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 over there then to get there, you have to put an effort. And if you put an effort, it means you're going to sweat. But if, if you are where you're supposed to be, then you're not working. And there's no, there's no sweat. So what's the Friday afternoon shower? The Friday afternoon shower is, is trying to get to that oymik, which is what? That every single thing that I was doing at Shabbos to prepare for Shabbos was exactly what I was supposed to be doing at the time. It's, it's, it's effortless. It's menuchadik. It's exactly where I was. It's exactly where I wasn't, I wasn't putting in effort in order to get somewhere else. I was in Cheshach, that's exactly where I was supposed to be. Let's go back to the beginning. We started with a steer from the Kamarna and the Nainal and Mel. Is Erev Shabbos a day of light or is it a day of dark? The answer is what you're experiencing in Chitzonius, it's a day of Cheshach. It's a day of Cheshach. Because that's what's happening. I'm looking for light of Shabbos and I'm dealing with Heron. It's Cheshach. And that's true. The Kamarna was saying that's the practical experience that uh, it's a Chalishas. But the Neymach is saying the Oymek of it. But Ba'oymek, Ba'oymek, in the deepest of senses, what's being, what's being offered to you on Erev Shabbos is an opportunity to get to the deepest, deepest, which is not the light, but the source of light. The source of light. And that's the avoid of Erev Shabbos, is how do you handle small things? How do you handle those moments of no inspiration when, you, when all you wanted is inspiration? See, it's one thing when you just stomp on autopilot, you're not feeling anything, so fine. I don't mind dealing with herring because I'm not thinking about anything different. But it's tough when I wanted to have some, some, a big moment. And now I'm stuck in small things. 
So do I experience this? So again, there's two ways to look at it. I'm experiencing chayshah. There's no question about it. But what I'm giving, but right now, what I'm giving the, what I'm, what I'm being given is an opportunity to look for something that's bigger than both light and chayshah. I'm looking for atzmusa yisbarach, for the essence of the rabbanu shleilam. This is the menucha of Shabbos, and this dafka the avoid of what we see from Hillel, which is what again that dafka at that moment of taking a shower or a Shabbos is when he was tested and how calm is he going to be? How is he going to handle mamish the small details that this guy's asking, make me crazy out of shower in the shower? That's exactly the sign. And, the, the, and again, that's the, answer, that's the answer. It All this is part of the preparation for Shabbos, because again, the real light of Shabbos is not the light that the Shalheves from the Rabbanu Shalom. It's Shalheves Ka. It's, it's getting to the essence of the Rabbanu Shalom, the Ma'ar, the source of the Shalheves, not the Shalheves itself, the source of the Shalheves. No. Uh, as we get close to the Shabbos, we should know going in. <laughs> you know, going in, it's going to be herring. There's going to be herring coming, but just you know, hopefully not a guy knocking on your shower door asking klutzkashes. That's extreme. But if that does happen, you should know that uh, you're given an opportunity to have a marid Okay. <laughs>